When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Hey everybody, it's Matthew Collar here. We're talking Vikings football five days a week on Purple Daily, available on Apple, Spotify, and the Score North app, or wherever you find your podcasts. And look, if you're tight on time right now and you can only listen to one segment from today's show, here it is. Third and goal, ball on the four-yard line, Cousins in the gun, three by one to his right. Saints showing pressure, they bring pressure, lob it to the back of the end zone. Touchdown, Kyle Rudolph. Hold on, Myron. I'm tweeting something before we start. Here's what I'm tweeting. I'm off for the next five days, so we are about to get absurdly reckless. You ready? Reckless speculation. Okay. So yesterday... Rami Maklov on Score North Live asked me how the Vikings could acquire Tom Brady. And I know what your reaction is. It's, oh, yeah, sure. How can I go to space, right? Like, just not going to happen. Okay. That was my reaction as well. But I said, all right, here's the way you could do it. If maybe you signed him to a contract extension that lowered his cap hit and then you traded him to San Francisco and they cut Jimmy Garoppolo or traded Garoppolo to New England. And you could get it done. You could get Tom Brady if he wanted to come here. If Brady told you, yep, I'm coming to Minnesota, you guys make it work. But the biggest roadblock in my mind was that it would be a big dead cap hit for the Vikings to trade him away. So then someone on Twitter informed me that there was a way to figure out exactly how much cap space is moved to the other team or dead cap space to you Mm -hmm. if you trade every player. Most of the time, it's the same as if you cut them. So if you cut Stephon Diggs, you incur a $9 million dead cap, and the same if you trade him, which is why, again, it makes no sense to trade Stephon Diggs. So most of them, when you do this little click, click, and check on overthecap.com, usually the same. That's how you figure it out. Clicked on Kirk Cousins, this Twitter listener, Justin Rochester, showed me. And if you trade Kirk Cousins, it's only $1.5 million dead cap. $31 million if you cut him, but only one point five if you trade him. Now, he does have a no-trade clause. But oh. that becomes somewhat interesting for yeah. getting outrageously reckless and talking about whether there's any argument to try and see if Kirk Cousins would be interested in being traded somewhere. Well, let's go beyond that. It's going to happen. Brady to the Vikings is happening after what you just told me. Yeah, clearly. I'm in. I, I mean, the no trade clause kind of 
take some of the shine off it. But that's interesting, though, that, you know, trade feels like and you wonder, you know, if Brady obviously is sort of just uh, we're just kind of talking. But like, is that a move you consider? Because a guy like that, if you can find someone who feels like he's a better fit for them uh, and you get their guy in exchange, like maybe it works out for for everybody. That is that is fascinating. I, I didn't know that. And this goes along with Jeremy Fowler, who's going to be on the station later today, saying there's a mystery team that is interested um, in Tom Brady. Look what you're doing, we've man. We've got a mystery team. So who are the team? The biggest teams now are what? Vegas, we've heard. Yep. He, um, uh, not Houston. The, um, the other team that used to be Houston, Tennessee. Okay. Um, San Francisco was thrown out there. I've heard that. That one's a hard one to believe, but... Jimmy Garoppolo, if they trade him, yep. they only take on a $4 million dead cap themselves. It's interesting that we're talking about Jimmy Garoppolo like we did going into the 2019 season when everyone was like, hey, here's how easy it would be to get rid of him after the mm-hmm. year. And now that conversation is still happening. Well, that's, that is interesting to me uh, because if it were realistic, you would have to explore it, right? Like, I mean, you, there, there's no doubt about it. This is the same team that admitted to calling Drew Brees just in case. Yes. When, when Drew Brees was a free agent, before they ultimately signed Kirk Cousins, they made the phone call and said, Hey, Drew, just in case, just in case yes. New Orleans treats you dirty, why don't you come on up here? And, of course, he ended up going back to New Orleans. But this is the team that got Brett Favre. So everything should always be on the table after Brett Favre ended up playing for the Minnesota Vikings. Yes. The last thing I want is for my NFL team to be loyal in today's market. It just doesn't exist. You just can't think of teams that way. Like this is, especially if you're a contender, you're trying to be a contender. Anyone to me is replaceable potentially. Obviously the cap matters a lot. You can't just do anything you want. But if there is a favorable situation and you can get a great player who might not have more than a year or two playing great, I don't care. I want to win a Super Bowl. That that's what matters to me. Like I don't care about five, six years from now. Like that'll come. Let's win a Super Bowl if we've got the pieces to do it. And you bring in a Tom Brady, there's just no doubt you would do anything you could, and he'd come in and be the starter, even if it were one year. Mm-hmm. You take that. Yeah, and especially if you're thinking that Kirk Cousins is going to ask for too much when it comes to contract negotiations for an extension, then you'd be talking about a quarterback on a one year deal anyway. Yeah. Now I have an extra level. Of reckless, this isn't this isn't that. Jonathan, uh, do you just want to preemptively hit the reckless speculation button? Reckless speculation. Let's say that San Francisco wanted Kirk Cousins. That's the one team that he would waive his no trade for to go play with Kyle Shanahan, a team that just went to the Super Bowl. Normally, he wouldn't do it for anybody else. You're not trading me to Miami. But I will go play with my buddy Kyle, and it's nice out there in San Fran. And Kirk Cousins is one of the only human beings who can afford to live in San Francisco. That's, that's so, true. So uh, he would love a one bedroom. Love to be what he's making. <laughs> right. Be nice. He could be on the tiny houses show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with his eighty-four million dollars yeah, contract. He might need a roommate still. So he can. Uh, so let's say that he tells you that's the only team I'll go to. Okay. So you call Kyle Shanahan. He says, oh, "Let's do it." And I'm going to trade Jimmy Garoppolo to New England because Tom Brady's signing with someone else. Uh, and Brady signs with the Titans because Teddy Bridgewater oh, is coming no. back. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 
That's oh. right. That's right. That is you want that, that is a you? Friday level of recklessness. That's your hope, isn't that it? That even is too far for me. Um, well, I don't know. I, it doesn't matter to me either way. But in terms of what Vikings fans would love and what Mike Zimmer would love, Tom Brady or Teddy Bridgewater would get his nod over Kirk Cousins, I think. Oh, they, they would both get a parade downtown. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. T- Teddy's would be kind of teary-eyed. I mean, that'd be a whole nother emotion because of everything. Uh-huh. Yeah. But Brady, oh yeah, Brady would get, there'd be people handing him Key to the chicken city. wild rice soup, you know, Key his way. Cities. You know, their favorite IPA they just brewed in their basement. Like, he, he'd get the full He would get a treatment. parking spot in St. Paul. But yes, but, but it is fascinating to me, right, that we now look at that position. Unless you have a generational kind of quarterback and there just aren't that many guys, right, who you go, you get to stay as long as you want. You're Patrick Mahomes. You're probably going to do this to your 40 or older, right? Drew Brees, guys like that. Everyone else, it feels like you're kind of just playing in the moment. I don't know what's going to happen next year. Mm-hmm. And the Vikings have done I mean, that's been their reality from Bradford, Case Keenum. And Cousins, in many ways, if you could have treated him that way, you, you might have made a move. You, if he doesn't have $84 million guaranteed, who knows what might have happened. So I think it's just fascinating that Brady is a free agent at a time when everyone's like, yeah, you just got to win now. Like, nobody cares about three, four years from now the way they once did. No one cares about long-term situations mm-hmm. because we're all going, here's the window, we're trying to win now, and that's the only thing you can think of. This is the only year that I could also think of where this would ever be a possibility because of the sheer number of quarterbacks who are available. Yeah, there's a lot. If I mean, when Kirk Cousins comes available, think about what his resume was in Washington. He was largely a backup mm-hmm. who got in and was a 500 quarterback as a starter who had some good numbers on really talented offenses. And he was highly sought after. Yep. A bunch of teams are calling on Kirk Cousins. The Jets want him. Denver reportedly wanted him. San Francisco, before they got Garoppolo, was desperate to get Kirk Cousins out there with Kyle Shanahan. So a bunch of teams were really interested in Kirk Cousins, whose resume was just, you know, okay. It's okay. And he looked like a starting quarterback in the NFL who, if you build a great team, you might be able to win with him. But, yeah. you know, even it's sort of played out that you can only get so far with him. They didn't give him long-term money. And they he gets the biggest contract ever yep. at the time for being just that good. And here we are a couple of years later. Teddy Bridgewater goes 5-0 and when he gets in for the New Orleans Saints. And if he's good to go with his knee, he's a franchise quarterback. Yep. Tom Brady is arguably the best quarterback to ever hold a football, a deflated slightly football. But okay, uh, all right, that's not necessary. Right. I'm from Buffalo. I had okay. to. Um, but I understand. You know, so he's all of a sudden on the market. Philip Rivers might still be able to play, and he's on the market. And then there are other guys too who are interesting, like Mariota, like yeah. Jameis Winston. Which those guys got to be upset, right? If you're Jameis Winston, sure, you're they like, would have been getting a job. I for picked sure. a terrible time. Uh, to to throw available. 30 picks also. Yeah. Uh, so He's that, balling, though. Remember that. Little bit, that. Yeah, I know. A little bit on him with the 30 picks. In fact, almost all on him. But yeah. to your point, if he was a free agent three years ago, at the same time Kirk Cousins was, someone would have paid him a ton of money and said, yes. we can fix Jameis Winston because everyone is so freaking desperate. This league once paid Elvis Gerback a bleep ton of money to go to the Baltimore Ravens because yeah. they were desperate. And now you have all-time great quarterbacks and franchise quarterbacks who are on the market, which could potentially 
It may not. It probably won't. That's why it's reckless. But it could potentially change how the Vikings view things. Because if in 2020 they are all about winning, they're all about being all in still, they still believe as an ownership, a front office, a coaching staff, certainly as a coaching staff, we know they they would. Every coaching staff thinks they'll win. But an ownership and a front office that if they believe 2020 can still be our year, we'll fix this defense, we'll create some cap space, and we'll upgrade the quarterback position and we can get ourselves over the top that way. I mean, why wouldn't you talk about it in a market like this? You would. The same way that you talk about other positions and trying to upgrade. Well, I think I think you have to. I mean, there's going to be a guy who threw for 5,000 yards who might not get a starting job in the NFL this offseason. Like that that's the yeah. market, you yeah. know, which you wouldn't see that a couple of years ago. Here's here's what it tells me. And here's why if you're the Vikings, you have to really have any and all conversations about that position. Tom Brady is going to get whatever job he wants. Yep. Because there are a bunch of teams in this league that feel like they're one elite quarterback away from winning it all. That's a big difference from the good quarterbacks, which Kirk Cousins can be that, right? But there's such a divide between the guys who you're like, okay, that dude can be great Mm -hmm. and my guy. My guy who's good, but... He's not going to carry us to the championship. He's not going to carry us to the promised land. And that's your Kirk Cousins, your Garoppolo's, guys like that who are pretty good, Mm -hmm. but you don't think they have maybe that next gear in them. And it just says so much about not just the value of that position, but how much teams are willing to do if they can upgrade. Like, that's the game. That is the entire game, which Minnesota thought it was doing after Case Keenum, right? That was sort of the mindset. But teams are on, and I think this is sort of a more recent thing, because uh, there's less patience in front offices. Like If you're the Vikings right now and you're Spillman and Zimmer, you don't have the ability to talk about what happens next offseason. You don't have the, you've yeah. got to figure out something now. If yep. you have a lack of confidence in that position, you've got to really think long and hard about what happens there. But Brady's, you know, forget the age. We know he can still play at a high level. But the fact that there are teams, Tennessee, just had one of the more miraculous postseasons we've seen. One of the more miraculous second halves of a season mm-hmm. that we've seen. And they're like, oh, Ryan Tannehill? <laughs> Listen, if we can get somebody better than him, step aside, we're going to bring him in. So that, to me, is is the difference. A bunch of teams have Kirk Cousins. And they know if you can get a guy who's just a step above that, yep. and Brady's a couple, is more steps above that, but if you can get like a guy who has the potential to be great, even if it's for a couple seasons... You do everything you can to get that guy. And keep in mind, we don't know currently the status of Mike Zimmer and Rick Spielman in terms of their contracts. And yep. if you are the front office, you could very well let them go into the last year of it and just see how they do. And even though ownership put out the statement at the end of last season about we're very confident in them and so forth, we want to go forward with them, if your ownership is in a position where they're putting out a statement about your status yes. that already tells you what your status is. Yes, right? it ain't good. And if it's a two-year extension, it's still a zero-year. Because most of the time, it's a it's a zero-year extension for everybody. Mm-hmm. Matt Rule in Carolina signed, what, a five-year contract? Yeah. They could fire him after a year. They they've, could. they've got the money. If they really wanted to, fire him after a year, fire him after two. We've seen lots of teams paying all sorts of money to people who aren't working those jobs. Yep. And so even if it comes out eventually that Zimmer and Spielman are extended for two or even three years, the hot seat still exists. And they know that at this point. Because when you've been together for a while and you've reached your peak and it looks like you're coming down from that peak, 
that's when people start to get anxious about their jobs, and reasonably so, because in the NFL, they just fire you. <laughs> they, yeah, there's they, no conversation. Unless you work for the Steelers, they don't stick with you through yeah. any of that. So I guess let's just be absurdly reckless here. It's supposed to be really nice this weekend. You know, it's supposed to hit the Best six, weather 60s. Yeah. Of the year by far. Best weather almost in a long time. Makes me feel extra reckless about yeah. talking about this. So let's talk about... Two, go for a hike or something. Two brothers don't go for hikes. I was gonna like say, I do. Do you? Yeah, I'm, I'm out there, man. People give me funny looks, but I'm out there. I see mm. you. I didn't. Know That's that, me in the sunglasses. I didn't know that that was a, like a racial thing. No, like I, I different... don't know. I don't know. I just don't see a lot of brothers no. in the path. It's just me. I invite everybody. Mm. Everyone should go hiking. <laughs> it's a really great pastime. Okay, because I knew that there there are certain things that you could say. Well, they, Ice they wouldn't do I that. Yeah, right. There, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I I didn't know hiking was one of them. Actually, no, I, I do know a dude. A guy who ice fishes. No, it's oh, Minnesota. Fishes, yeah. Minnesota kind of absorb. You know, Minnesota. We yeah. all kind of pick up stuff that maybe. Well, I know brothers that ski and do stuff yeah. that you would yeah. maybe think of. Okay, and you know, like go to hockey games. All kind, oh yeah. man, hockey's great. Hockey live hockey is one of the better sports, like spectator sports. Yeah, like this, to be there. For, I mean, that's one of the cooler in game kind of vibes. Always high energy. We could continue this conversation. We can off the air probably, but yeah. it would be one of the places where. One of the few places in America where a hockey game you would see a little more diverse yes. amount of people. Well, and you see, grow up with the culture. You'd see a certain energy, and imagine it's not going to happen, right? But imagine what would happen to this fan base if someone like a Brady showed up. Like, imagine what that would do to a fan base that has just been waiting. Mm-hmm. Like I've been here twenty years, and throughout that entire time, this fan base has been waiting for that guy. Yeah. And I come from Wisconsin where we were lucky enough to go from Don Mikowski, who was who actually had a Pro Bowl year. The Magic Man. Magic Man. But to go from Favre to Rogers, which is not fair, it doesn't happen. <laughs> so there was never a period growing up of like this anticipation that this guy has to come and show up and save the franchise. But mm-hmm. here, for the last twenty years, that's exactly what it's been. And right. I can't imagine how frustrating that must be to go through two decades of, like, you just want to settle in and be mm-hmm. like, okay, forget 10 years, man. We got to do it for the next five years, and we trust them. So if you even just imagine it for a second that Brady is pulled off somehow, that Cousins... Oh, are, dude, you... Just imagine it for oh, a man. second. Cousins gets traded to San Francisco. Garoppolo's back in New England with Bill Belichick, and Brady says, I want to play with Thielen and Diggs. I've never wanted anything more. And Antonio Brown's coming with me. <laughs> All right, maybe not. No, I don't think I don't think but that's. Imagine you are in that locker room and you're, I don't know, somebody who's been through this with a different quarterback all the time. You're Thielen, you're Diggs, you're yeah. Kyle Rudolph, you're Harrison Smith. Imagine being Harrison Smith, and when you're on the sideline after having done your job, you're looking out there going, Okay, well, uh, Case Keenum, is he really going to do this for yeah. us? Like, uh, we're going to have to bail his ass out probably. Yeah. You know, Sam Bradford, does his knees work? And, oh, here's Kirk who turtles every time things gets pretty tough. Yeah, Tom Brady walks into your locker room. I mean, the the amount of energy that would shoot through oh, the organization to get someone like that would just be out of this world. So we agree that we would do that. 100%. Right? No one is saying no to Tom Brady being the quarterback yeah. of the Minnesota Vikings. Even if it's right? a year. I think it, it would have to be a year or two, probably two. I think he's probably asking $35 million a year for two years, which yeah. your salary cap is already set up to handle a quarterback that wants a lot of money. So that one we're in agreement on. 
How about the other ones, though? If, let's just say that Kirk Cousins said, you know what, I don't have a problem with it if you trade me. I'm getting paid either way, and I, you know, send me to someplace warm, maybe. No. You guys can do it. Go ahead. Would you trade him straight up for Jimmy G? No. I think I would. Why? Because I think Jimmy G's a little better. How much better? A little. But his enough? contract is more favorable. Okay. His cap hit is five or six million less. That's okay. like a what are you gonna do with that extra cap bit? Yeah. Well, it's it might get you over the top to sign a guard. Okay. And is I that, think is, he gets rid of the ball faster. I think he's a little more of a baller. It didn't show in the Super Bowl, but he was up ten points in the fourth quarter. I mean, get a stop on the other side. Don't allow a third and fifteen, and Jimmy G wins the Super Bowl. Yeah. He's he's twenty one and five as a starting quarterback. He's that's, that's pretty good. He's better than Cousins. Yeah. But I don't know if he is that much better to, you know, position this team to go out and like their hurdle is, can you get to a Super Bowl? Like that's the conversation. Can he win a game? Sure, he can win a playoff game. Does he do more than that with this team? I don't I'm not convinced that Garoppolo is that. You you are giving him a pretty good offensive setup. You also had the number one defense in the league, right? You had a really well number two, great defense. Sure. Uh which which Helps a lot of the pressure that a guy like that faced it all does. season. And in the championship game, he got to hand off a bunch of times. But yep. he also had to beat good quarterbacks in the regular season and good teams in the regular season to get to that point, including Russell Wilson on the road in the final game of the year. Yeah, so, I give him credit for being a good NFL quarterback. But I think if you're 4% better than Kirk Cousins. Is he? I think so. What does four percent even I'd mean? Four percent. What does that mean? That's four, a really weird number. Four percent means way. like five percent. Five. Are I you that dude on? Fa- are you that dude on Family Feud? I, I, yeah, you're that oh, guy, I'm right? Definitely that guy. You are yeah. that guy. Like, yep. are you Price is Right? You're like the guy yes. who bets yes five hundred and twenty-eight dollars on a yep. sofa. That dude. Uh huh. Yeah, that's me. Um, but that I dude d- shouldn't be on the show because the it's a small percentage between average quarterbacks, or let's just say quarterbacks who are between the seventh and fourteenth best. It is a small. Where's percentage. Kirk on that? Where's Kirk on that scale? I think Kirk is more toward the twelfth best quarterback in the league, but it's not really about that for me. It's about how do you win in the NFL, not where can you rank by certain numbers or even PFF grades necessarily. And Jimmy is good at a lot of things that help you win. It, when you needed big throws for the 49ers, when you needed to beat Drew Brees on the road, forty-eight to forty-six, he did that. Does Kirk do that? If their defense in that playoff game gives up 46 points, are they winning that game? Like, probably how much, not. How much credit are you giving Jimmy, though? I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo, I understand that the folks who are extreme and going, okay, he did nothing. It was all the run game and defense. I'm not in that camp. But I am in the camp of everything around him certainly contributed to what he was able to do. So for me, I see a guy going, okay, offensive line that you don't trust here. You bring him in. How does he handle that? You've got uh, a running game that has been hit or miss due to injury. You don't have the depth that he had in San Francisco. And the defense was better there as well. So you're asking Jimmy Garoppolo to do more uh, with less in some regard. But how much more? Because you're giving him two elite receivers, one of the best running backs in the league, two good tight ends, and you can draft an offensive lineman to try and improve the O-line. Well, that's a big question, though. I mean, you're to try to improve the offensive pretty, line. And Gary Kubiak. You're giving to try him a to, pretty great situation. To try to improve the, the offensive line, which has been something that they've been trying to do for a long time. Uh, and then defensively, I think that defense was ferocious, right? I mean, that defense was one of the most terrifying defensive units in the entire 
NFL, and I think he played with the level of confidence that uh, I don't know that he would have to the same degree, and I don't know how much of a difference he makes. That's that's my challenge with Jimmy G well, in this situation. I mean, we're how still, much better is he? Yeah, we're still talking about a Vikings defense that was fifth in the NFL in points allowed and will continue to be good. And I'm not sure how much we can really equate the two to to each other. Like the defense to Jimmy Garoppolo, I'm sure it helped him to some extent with field position and confidence, probably. Um, but I think if you're looking at the two situations for what you can give a quarterback, they're comparable. For different ways. I mean, San Francisco doesn't have anyone who can hold a candle to Adam Thielen or Stephon Diggs, especially yeah, when they're not healthy. Diggs. Yeah, when they're yeah. healthy. Yeah. Um, Kittle is great, but you have two good tight ends, and Irv Smith looks uh, like Kittle's next level. Great. Yeah, no, he's he is a great he's a great player, but you also have Delvin Cook, who is a special running back. They had running backs who were filling in and were good, but Delvin Cook can carry you to win games at times and can turn a screen pass into a huge play. And you've got Gary Kubiak who has made every quarterback better, including Kirk Cousins, recently. So do they win the division with Jimmy Garoppolo? I think they do. I think be, here's here's my biggest argument for Jimmy G. He doesn't have games that are so bad you can't win. Like that Packers game that you've referenced a few times with your frustration with Cousins, Jimmy G wins that game. Because even if the Packers are bringing it, even if they're hitting him, he finds a way to get 20 points that night. He finds a way to get rid of the ball quickly. Like He's a guy that gets rid of the ball a little quicker. He hits the back foot and lets it go. He's got a quick release. And, and he just has a little bit of this baller mentality that is maybe not existent so much in Kirk Cousins. Yeah. I guess I'd push back in saying in that game, uh, the run game, what, I mean, you have Dalvin Kukert. The, the run game isn't there. So how does Jimmy Garoppolo do in that scenario? I think he has a better chance of winning that game. But I also and think, that's, and that's the point right there. Does he have a better chance of winning that game? Because there were a few games during the season where your quarterback play was so bad you had no chance, almost no matter what you did. Yeah, who has a higher ceiling? I mean, I think. Um, well, I don't know what you mean by ceiling. Do you mean like? I mean like ceiling. I think that they beat. They both beat the teams they're supposed to beat. But Jimmy, in his career, has beaten teams he's not always supposed to beat. I agree with that. And Kirk has not. I, 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 That's I the agree. difference for me. Yeah. We can break down the small percentage difference between, well, they have Mike McGlinchey, and he's pretty good, and yeah. you uh, don't have you know whatever this or that, or they have this. But I think if you were talking about best supporting cast on offense, you're probably saying San Francisco and Minnesota are close. Oh, oh definitely. I, I just, for me, when I think of upgrade... Jimmy Garoppolo does not come to mind in terms of major upgrade. Not because, major, because, but, the, but just upgrade. But I guess I have to use the word major because what's the what's the goal? If it's to be a playoff team, sure. But this is a team that is in, has been in the middle of this now four-year window mm-hmm. where the goal has been to compete for a championship. And they yeah. get to the NFC Championship. I mean, they get to a, a chance to play San Francisco, which goes on to the Super Bowl, and just get destroyed, right? They play the Eagles in the NFC Championship. They get destroyed. So, to me, when I think of major upgrade, I think of is there a guy against those teams at that stage that's the difference? And I don't know that Jimmy Garoppolo is necessarily. It it feels weird to me to not say he's not. Major is a hard word to use because Garoppolo has some of his own limitations. But when Kirk Cousins wins a playoff game, they acted like it was the Super Bowl that they oh, won. I agree. And it was exciting. I, agree. I don't blame them for being excited after. Try the game. being in East Lansing when but it happens, it which was... I was, and fans are going crazy in the media room. Sure, yeah, right. I mean that it was wow, he actually did it. Yeah. 
We're shut about, everybody up. Is what people say. We're talking about him, who's been in the league since 2011, and he wins his first playoff game, and people go crazy. Versus a guy who was literally in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I yeah. mean, and had a lead in the Super Bowl because he played really well to get them to that lead. And we're saying, oh, I don't know if he's an upgrade over Cousins. Like, I, that's hard not to say that he. Is. Oh no, I know he is. No, I'm not arguing that he is an upgrade. The word major is what I'm emphasizing. Yeah, he's an upgrade. Well, even if it's he's an a upgrade, better quarterback. I would do it just for an upgrade and a little tiny bit of cap space. But I think the maybe another question about Kirk Cousins in that regard might also be, okay, if you take a step down, quote-unquote, how much of a difference is there? If you bring in a Jameis Winston, right, and somehow you've got the guys behind him and you have, he's with Kubiak, he's with a guy who has mentored and developed young quarterbacks mm-hmm. in the past, uh, you you have a better culture, perhaps surrounding him, a fresh start, whatever you want to call it, yeah. and you take that talent because there's talent there. There are there are a lot of weaknesses there too. Yeah, but there's talent there, and you put him around these weapons. What are the chances that he goes and is comparable to what we've seen from well, a Kirk Cousins? No, I think this is an interesting point because let's use Mariota instead because Winston's going to throw a million picks. Yes, and go he will. Eight and eight or seven and nine or whatever, but. Let's say Mariota is kind of a Case Keenum like yeah. with a little better actual running ability than Case Keenum had, but still the same sort of I'm gonna take off if it's not there and that kind of thing. And he was on pretty decent Titans teams a playoff quarterback. He won a playoff game against Kansas City. It took some flukiness, but it, but he did, right? Mm-hmm. And let's say that he comes in. How much different is it than Kirk Cousins? Probably not a ton, considering that the Vikings have only beaten two winning teams the last two years with Cousins as their quarterback. So if you look at it through that lens, it does appear that Jimmy Garoppolo would be quite a big upgrade. If you think that someone else who's just okay could probably win the same amount of games, and Jimmy G just won 13, and a lot of them were against good teams, and a lot of them his defense did let him down, and he had to step up like against the Rams, too, where he had to make a big-time throw at the a end couple, of the game. Yeah. Those are the things that we haven't seen here. And so I think if Kyle called Shanahan and said, yeah, will uh, Kirk waive his no-trade clause and come here because I love him more than anything, I think you might accept that trade. Oh, I think they'd accept it. I just don't know how much different the end result would be. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see it, but I don't know. To, to me, what's I think your to chances me, are marginally better. They're, I guess they're only a little bit, but it's a little bit. I guess but I wonder what the it. bar is. You know, what, what what's the bar? And it seems like sometimes it has shifted, right? But this is a team that is invested like a franchise that wants to win at the highest levels. I think no matter what move you make, if we're into the conversation of could you actually move Kirk Cousins for this, 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 or this? Anything that gets me closer, I'm taking. Anything that gets me four percent closer, I'm taking. I'm not sure that Jimmy gets you more than that, but if it's a little bit and I get a little bit of cap space, I'm, take it. I, I'm taking it. And it's not even about whether Kirk played well or whether you can win some games with him or get deep into the playoffs. You probably can. But if I get 4% better, I'll take 4% better. It's not Brady. It's not someone giving me Mahomes. But I've got to do it to try and get as much better at every position. I would do that for a receiver. If you told me a receiver was 4% better than B.C. Johnson, I'd say, like, all right, give me that receiver then, because that's what we're trying to do here. All right, we're way late to the break, um, but let's 
come back, and Patrick Mahomes said something that will blow your mind. But also I have part two to this revelation with Kirk Cousins' contract situation that sort of opens the door to us having fun being reckless and talking about a trade today. Part two of this, and then Mahomes, what, when we return uh, here on Purple Daily. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy 5 or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, Where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.